0: First ever online store. Yeah, Marshalls. But, uh, but to make shoppers feel like they're in a real Marshalls, in the pictures online, all the clothes are balled up and thrown on the floor. <laughs> There's a
1: man who's been in a Marshalls. Yeah, or his, or his writers have. That's, that's funny.
2: Um, so it's a low-T Friday. We're talking very little about uh, the T word or the I word because we're sick of it ourselves personally, and we worry that you are
1: also. And it's going to go on for months. It's gone on for years and will continue to. And it was funny. Both of us just had this revulsion about going over it and over it again. So we declared a low T Friday.
2: And the way it obliterates all other news coverage, you remember the Democratic presidential race, which was getting way too much attention before this started? Um, you didn't hear hardly anything about this week, even though there were a number of developments that were pretty interesting with Elizabeth Warren topping Biden in a national poll for the first time, um, well, and what? in Iowa. And now, now I believe, tied with him in New Hampshire. So the whole Elizabeth Warren thing is for real.
1: Yeah. And it's
2: uh, still very early. We did get this on the other day that Tulsi Gabbard has qualified for the debate that is coming up October 15th. So we're about two weeks away from a debate. She's number 12. Has she confirmed her outfit? This picture shows her in the white outfit from the last debate. I've seen her in a couple of interviews where she's wearing the white outfit. I think she's... Picked up on the fact that people seemed to dig that. Yes,
1: they do. I do. Thank you.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But uh, with her being number 12, so it's all the people from last time, plus Tulsi Gabbard and Tom Steyer qualifying, the DNC has not announced whether they're going to split it over two nights, but the speculation is that they will, that they feel like 12 people is too unwieldy. I think... Separating your top tier candidates into two nights is a is a worse idea than having too many people on stage. But that's just the,
1: the, the audience is very busy. Jack, let me step in here. They're doing things. There are background noises. I want you to understand this. You heard it correctly. The Democrats are winnowing the field by making it bigger. <laughs> it's getting bigger.
2: I think you got to have the big candidates on the same night. I can like, you know, Do whatever you want.
1: Yeah, I, I hardly care enough to even say this, but... Drink <laughs> uh, like the air past
2: my windpipe.
1: I, I like the idea, and I think this is the way British soccer works. I could be wrong, but... Um, you can play your way out of the Junior League into, like, the Premier League.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And you, and like, you can play your way down out of... You know. So you like the kids' table way the Republicans did it last time. Yeah. On. I'd say top two up, bottom two down. It'd just be interesting. And and I like the competitive aspect of it. Mm-hmm. How long is it going to be? Five hours each of them? <laughs> I hope so.
0: <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. Can,
1: can we incorporate a physical challenge? <laughs> I'd rather be punched in the jaw. So coming up, would you date an opposite sex version of yourself? Why and why not? The internet has answered that question. I think I can do better than that. Uh, ah, yeah.
2: microplastics. How weird that that like bro, almost broke my brain trying to contemplate yeah. what that means. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is that is tough to consider. No, I feel we, like I could do better than that. And I honestly, I'm not kidding. I honestly do. Right. Putting aside, not a putting, joke, put, put, <laughs> putting aside the fact that I'm straight, <laughs> we would kill me. <laughs> We
1: we we would not get along.
2: But what does that mean if I think I could do Stand better? Stand by.
1: <laughs> Plus premium tea bags leak billions of microplastics into your bloodstream, positive Sean. Microplastics. And
2: I don't mean... know why Mike Rowe is putting plastics in my tea, but he should stop. <laughs> I meant stop it, Mike. I meant to wear a shirt today I just ordered, I bought from Ralph Lauren. I'll I'll wear it on Monday. Made 100% of recycled plastic bottles.
1: Nice, Your shirt is? My
2: shirt. Yeah, I'll wear it on Monday. Oh, that's some space-age stuff. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't taken it out of the package. I don't know what it looks like or feels like. I hope it's not super scratchy. You're... And smelly. It smells like a dump. Still, still got a paper label on it. Um, <laughs> it's right. a Mountain Dew.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> still got the logos it's on it. Sticky. Yeah. <laughs> also coming up, <laughs> an update on the, the double Ken Bonening. Oh. Mentioned uh, It's it's perhaps the worst and most perfect story about the modern world ever it is perfect totally bad <laughs> uh, i got this note from uh elena i hope it doesn't say don't give my name or anything because i'm afraid for my family back in the old country elena is writing about the fascinating country of ukraine jack which i bring up Purely because it's a fascinating country and not because it has anything okay. to do with any current news stories. Okay. Michael, don't play the alarm on me. We should probably test the alarm in case anybody mentions the T word or the I word. It's a low T Friday.
0: <laughs> There's a
1: building. Clear the building. <laughs>
2: That's a good alarm.
1: Yeah. Well done, Michael. So, anyway, I'm bringing this up just because it's an interesting land. Um, 28 year old law student. For 22 years, I lived in the country of my birth, Ukraine. Uh, just got my U.S. citizenship. Congratulations, welcome. I love this country, but also have great love for Ukraine, which is perfectly reasonable. Um, all my relatives are there, and I visit frequently. Then I am fluent in seven languages. Now, good for you.
2: You probably diet and exercise.
1: I'm not reading any more of this email.
2: You probably donate blood. <laughs> And all kinds of wonderful You're things. You're probably
1: kind to waiters and waitresses.
2: <laughs> Good for you. No, now, that's got to be
1: an amazing thing. I, to me, it's like dunking a basketball. I understand people can do it. I understand how they can do it. But I sure as hell can't do it.
2: You go to the dentist twice a year, don't you? Good for you. Get your taxes done early? Fantastic. <laughs> it makes a difference. I, I can't remember the English word for half the stuff
1: I want to say. Seven languages. Ukraine, unfortunately, was forced with the decimation of a quarter of its population. Keep that in mind. I'm sorry. Let me finish the sentence. Uh, To join the Soviet Union, along with 14 other republics, and it was dominated by Russia. A quarter of its population. Keep that in mind next time you hear some politician say, whether it's climate change or whatever, is an existential threat. And the the dates on that, when, when did that happen? Well, that happened uh, in, God, when was Ukraine uh, uh, schmaltzed?
2: I don't remember. Well, uh, as I mentioned yesterday, there's this book that just came out this week, Rihanna's Diary. It's sort of a Dyer Van Frank sort of book. It's about this uh, high school girl who's living in a small town in uh, what is now Ukraine. At the time when the Nazis came from one side and took it over, then the Soviet Union came in from the other side and took it over, and it had, and then it was with the Soviet Union from that point on. And I think it happens in the book in roughly 1941. Right. Um. Uh. Is is when the village goes from being Nazis, beautiful little village that had nothing to do with Nazis or the Soviets, was taken over by Nazis, then the Soviet Union. And in this book, it she recounts the the awfulness of living there mm-hmm. during that period of time. But yeah. W- wiped out a quarter of the population. She ends up shot in the end of this book, by the way. So she'd be among the quarter of the population that disappeared. That's nice. That's lovely. Yeah.
1: Uh, Good see. morning. I think they were dominated by the Soviets. Um, in 1919, was quickly subsumed in the Soviet Union. Anyway, they've had a hell of a history. Um, Russia ruined Ukraine economically and socially. Ukrainians had to learn Russian, which is not their native language. Everything was spelled out in Russian. Priceless historical items and art were removed and transferred to Russia. They tried to obliterate Ukrainian culture and history, but did not succeed. If there is corruption in Ukraine, this is because during the Soviet era, that's the only way people could survive. Mm -hmm. Every man for himself and the teachers of such corruption were the Russians. When the USSR fell apart, there was nothing there to replace it in terms of... of which direction those 15 former Soviet republics could go, they were left adrift. It takes a long time to regroup, form a new government, enact two laws, new laws, I'm sorry. Um, and, and I would add to that, and also um, have a culture of lawfulness seep into your people. That would take a very, very long time. Um
2: Oh, As we got the text yesterday from somebody from Ukraine, that's why we elected a YouTube star as president. We are hoping to find somebody that wasn't already corrupt and tied in with the, either this with either the Russians or just in it for themselves or whatever.
1: Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, those who became political leaders in Ukraine and also Russia, uh, this is when the USSR fell Um were the same old commies who ran those countries during the Soviet era. The slate should have been wiped clean of communism. Maybe even someone from the states or another democratic country should have been recruited to do the job. That's uh, that's an interesting idea. a Little nation building. The previous president of Ukraine, remember old uh, Petro Poroshenko, never held a job in the Soviet regime. So that was a good start. The present one is following suit. This looks very promising. Um. Bah, 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 bah. Now, you know who said he's Hona until it rids itself of corruption. Same can be said about the U.S. sending monetary aid to African countries ruled by murderous dictators who take the aid money and put it in their own pockets while their people starve. There has to be some consistency. Ukraine's corruption is minuscule compared to a lot of those African countries. That's, uh, um, Oof. that's an interesting point of view. I hope this gives you an idea of what Ukraine is all about. It's the largest country located entirely in Europe, larger than Germany or France or Spain or Sweden. It's a buffer country between Russia and the rest of Europe. Russia already invaded Ukraine by taking its peninsula of Crimea, so much for the Budapest Memorandum of Security signed by countries alongside the USA. You know, that's worth mentioning. So we signed that saying, Ukraine, give up your nukes and we will protect you. You don't need a nuclear deterrent anymore. And then Putin decided he wanted Crimea and we said, oh, well, you know, uh, not worth the, you know, what it would take to to do anything about well, that, it. So that's sorry, why,
2: that's why I said yesterday. That's why it drives me crazy that all of a sudden I'm hearing so much, and we're getting dangerously close to the T in the eye here. But why all of a sudden <laughs> the media acts like and and this that's uh, didn't care about Ukraine and the and the the, the threat of. Annihilation from Russia. Wait a second, that happened when your guy was president, when Obama was president, and nobody did anything about it. Right. We made the decision in our government to say, yeah, what are you going to do? It's not worth going to war over Russia for this, so Putin can have that chunk of Ukraine what whatever he takes. We threw some nice sanctions at him. Don't act like that's a recent development. Yeah, yeah. Wow, And the only thing standing between Ukraine and Russia was the T-word, but we're getting dangerously close. Yeah, I don't want
0: the
1: alarm I, to go, in go fact, off. In fact, I don't know. We're yeah, going to have to turn this over to the
2: advisory board. You had something good I wanted to hear anyways. I doubt it. Um, What we have is the worst, greatest story
1: of the modern era. If you haven't heard it. Stay tuned. If you have heard it, there is an update.
2: It's like an allegory or or something. This is the double Ken Bonening
1: of the kid who wanted beer money on the TV and gave it to charity. It will haunt your dreams.
0: (laughs) Stay with us. Armstrong and Getty.
2: Strong and Getty Show. Ongoing uh, text line conversation about why the developed world's not having kids anymore, and uh, somebody reminded me of the whole incel thing—the involuntary celibate crowd. Yeah, which they feel like, and I think they're fooling themselves to a certain extent, but they that they're forced into celibacy by the modern structure of society. Like most things, I think, think you need get it's a
1: lot of things. I think
2: you need to try harder. Yeah. I think there are a
1: stew of causes. Removal of push factors. Um, I'm sorry, pull, push. Am I pulling or pushing in this scenario? Both. When you're having sex, um, you're doing it right. Anyway, I mean, there are more reasons not to. There are a few reasons to. It's kind of a stew of, of, of weird, modern, uh, you know. The human beings killing themselves.
2: Well, a, and we're also
1: literally killing ourselves.
2: It's a low-T Friday. We're not talking very much. Uh, only in the newscast with Marshall about the T word and the I word. So uh, don't look for that here. Go to CNN if you want the latest wrinkle.
1: Good God. <laughs> to the extent that there are any wrinkles. It's right. mostly just people yelling at each other over the existing wrinkles. And I, I find that, you know, it's funny. We've had people say, oh, I love this. I love this. And people say, I tune into you guys to find out blah, blah, blah. Here's how I feel about it, and and I mentioned this to Jack off the air. It's like, you know, I live in a house where my parents are always yelling at each other, and they've just changed the topic now. And it's a big topic, but I just can't take the yelling. I'll listen in a while. I'm putting on my headphones and listening to one of my favorite albums as a youth, which I'd bore you with now, but who cares? Moving along. So, this is the absolute perfect story in that it's horrific. This is the modern world. And if you've heard the story, I'll summarize it briefly for the folks who are not hip to it. You got this kid. He's in the background of the ESPN college football pregame show. Holds up a sign. Need beer money? Send to Venmo. A lot of people amused by that. Oh, they that's send, funny.
2: Oh, that's funny. I'm going to send him a dollar. Well, enough people said that. Or five or 20 or whatever. The
1: kid ends up with tens of thousands of dollars. And... And for whatever reason, maybe his friends or he's just this sort of guy, he said, well, A, I sure as hell don't need that sort of money, and B, here's an opportunity to do something really cool. So he donated it. I would have got really, really drunk. Every night for a year. Um, (laughs) He donated it to the local children's hospital in Des Moines. And uh, this all took place in Iowa. And um, and Anheuser-Busch saw a PR opportunity, and perhaps there are people within that brewing giant... Wanted to do some good. They partnered, publicized, donated, got to over a million dollars for the sick kids. Awesome. It really is a beautiful story. And then this reporter, uh, the, the kid's name, the college kid's name is Aaron Calvin. This reporter named Carson King looked into this kid and Ken boned him, found out that he had when he was sixteen years old, this youngster now. Re- he repeated some uh, 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 Daniel Tosh jokes that were racially insensitive.
2: Never tweet out Daniel Tosh jokes. <laughs> oh, boy, don't. Um it's borderline for Daniel Tosh to do it. Exactly. Right. And, and, and so this kid got
1: Ken Boned and discredited. anheuser Bush, who I want to spend a minute on, pulled out, disowned him, said, we disavow this, we are not c- carrying forward any relationship with this young man. The fact that there's nobody at that giant company, or not the right people, who, who was able to come up with this, and I came up with this off the top of my head. While we certainly don't approve of his youthful tweets of those insensitive jokes, um, what's his name? Aaron has done a really beautiful thing right now. And he's obviously matured and understands the world a little better. And we at Anheuser-Busch are thrilled to help the Des Moines Children's Hospital. Nobody could think of that! They just cut and ran in Anheuser-Busch. unfriggin' believable. So anyway, this reporter, Carson King, they look into his background. Oh, wow. Found out he unleashed some N-bombs and insensitive stuff years ago or a couple of years ago. So now he's been
2: sacked. From the newspaper.
0: He got fired so from So he's that's canceled.
1: He
2: got fired from his job? Right. Oh, my God. So
1: everybody's canceled. <laughs> and everybody runs and hides in the corner of the room, quivering in the fetal position, hoping they're not the next target of the Puritans.
2: Oh, boy. That I is go. crazy.
1: Folks, is that enough? Wow. Is that enough?
2: Yes, that's enough. Marshall's got his news next, and he'll touch on the T and the I of the week. Since we're not. So it's a low T Friday. The only uh, the only opportunity we're allowing for any talk about Trump and impeachment is during this little news segment with Marshall. <laughs> then we'll get away from it again, because I personally am tired of it. News now with Marshall Phillips.
0: Well, the White House and the Justice Department learned about a CIA officer's concerns about President Trump around the same time the individual filed a whistleblower complaint that's now at the center of the impeachment inquiry. Officials say the intelligence official initially filed the complaint about Trump's dealings with Ukraine with the CIA, who then alerted the White House and Justice. A U.S. official and a person familiar with the matter shared those details now with the Associated Press.
2: I can't even make myself pay attention to what you're saying. I don't even know what you just said, and I, know, and I don't want to hear it repeated, and I'm not going to look it up. I just don't care. <laughs> <laughs> willful ignorance. Yes, will, it's exactly what it is. Will for ign- willful ignorance of the news of the day, the wrinkle of the day. What, what frustrates me so
1: much is it's like you're watching uh, a football game, And uh, the play-by-play guy is just a rabid homer for the home team. And the other guy used to play for the the visitors, and he just won't concede a thing. He's just crazy with passion for that team. And nobody can admit, yeah, that was kind of a bad pass, wasn't it? Yeah, he's really got to... No, everybody's just howling their, their, their point of view at each other. And it's so hard to find an honest broker. And we're just we're tired of it, so we're taking a day off.
2: I don't know if this matters or not, but we got a whole bunch of texts saying you reversed the names between the college student and the reporter. I don't know if it makes any difference. I just don't want anybody to oh, get. Oh, yeah. You know what? You're right. I just don't want anybody to get internet hate coming the wrong well, direction. Don't do that anyway. But they're You're right. They're right. Yeah, I saw the
1: sentence. The old offensive post by Aaron Calvin, but he's yeah, he's the uh, the red, the former newspaper reporter, because his sins, like the college boy, are unforgivable, even if they're committed at age six. This,
2: this is where we're headed. So you try to out somebody for their wrongdoing, somebody else could find something from your past to do you in, and then they're going to find something about that person. And it turns out you dressed up like the Prime Minister of Canada once, so now you've got to go. Right. And then a major corporation... Is so cowardly at the
1: very sniff of scandal they cut and run, even though what they're involved in is raising money for a children's hospital. They don't even have the balls to say, Well, listen, the cause is great. We got to, you know, we got to paddle around these rocks, no problem. They just run.
2: So this Halloween, if my costume is Justin Trudeau as Arabian Nights, and my thing is, no, I'm I'm illustrating how wrong this is. Yes. Do you think I could get away with that? Apartheid? I, think you should, I should think you should try it. Uh, I am fully I in about favor of it throughout the night. Yes, I am in favor of that social experiment.
0: All right, now, <laughs> touching on the I-word, touching on the I-word, a new poll shows Americans are evenly divided on whether President Trump should be impeached. Having thought about it since the poll had
2: to be done earlier this week, having thought about it for roughly an hour, this is what America has decided. Having heard zero of yeah. the facts or almost... Well, not zero, but not, not nearly very enough. very many when this poll would have been taken. You wouldn't yeah. have known much. Although
0: that is a critical question. What do people think of this? Because it is a political sure. process. Yes. The Politico morning consult poll shows 43% of the people asked support impeachment and 43% are opposed. 13% remain undecided. So I heard this
2: uh, the other day, and I have no idea if it's true or not on this topic. Um, A pundit on the right said, behind closed doors, I believe there are 30 Republican senators that would vote to remove Donald Trump from office if they had the chance. If they could do it anonymously. Ah, and like a whistleblower. uh, Which is interesting because, and it's not, that seems like a high number, but there are a lot of Republicans that don't like Trump. Partially because he is upsetting the apple cart. Yeah, and, that's and, part of it. You know, and making waves, and they just want things to continue on down the way they've been before. Mm-hmm. Um, part, the other
1: part of it, though, and I absolutely have sympathy because as a talk show host, I got the same thing going on. You're, uh, you're a Republican, you're a conservative, you like a lot of the policies, the rest of it, but Trump makes himself a really difficult guy to defend at times, but. And and as a senator who's got to get stuff done, so he's got to cooperate with the White House. You're put in a weird position a lot.
2: But so my question would be, if if impeachment goes forward, the House you know makes it happen. Democrats control it, so they pass it along to the Senate. You got all the Democrats, and you only need to pick up. What do you need to pick up? Three Republicans? It's got to be two thirds. Oh, that's right, yeah, two thirds. So well, so you'd have to pick up fifteen, twenty Republicans. Yeah. Um. When well, you got to get to sixty-six from fifty. Well, yeah, about twenty Republicans. Um. Uh. And I, I assume all the Democrats would go. But is it possible that you get enough Republicans get together behind closed doors? Look, if we all do this together, he's out. He can't do anything to us. Right. We can have the policies without all
1: the stress and the, the, the mercurial thing. Yeah, I could see that.
2: Um. You know. Well, there'd be a pretty big back- backlash unless Trump drops down to his current like ninety percent approval rating within the Republican Party, which is right. the highest anybody's ever had, including Ronald Reagan or anybody. Right. Um, right.
1: Uh, you know, uh, although those uh, those uh, Republican senators, man, you better be sure you got enough guys to make <laughs> right. the coup
2: work. oh yeah, exactly. Like all coups, <laughs> yeah. Right. You yeah. make sure you got so, no. Uh, what do you think of the king? <laughs> <laughs> hey. Oh, Sean's got his gas mask on. Why do you have your gas mask on, Sean? Well, we're in the quarantine area, and all this Trump talk is just really toxic. Uh, so yeah. I'm, I'm just an... I'm protecting myself. I uh, understand. It's a low T Friday, and has too much Trump. Once we're out of the quarantine zone, I can take it off. All right. All right but... Even if you have the rubber gloves on and the gas mask, you can't be
1: overexposed. It's like trying to clean up Chernobyl. Sean has been overexposed.
2: I should have saved that conversation until next week. I apologize.
0: That's okay, Jack. (laughs) Thank you. Well, Sean, you could take off your gas mask now because I'm going to tell you about hundreds of more Americans that have been reported to have a vaping-related breathing illness. The death toll is up to 13. Keeping
2: in mind 400,000 people die from smoking, regular smoking every year. So it's 13 versus 400,000. And that 000, ain't but
0: banned. Is... Yeah, or gets much attention. Right. The Centers for Disease Control said 805 confirmed and probable cases have been reported. That's up 52% from the 530 reported a week ago. At this point, you got illnesses occurring in almost every state. Yes. Yeah, my interest in this story is letting people know, hey, it appears that there's a
1: danger to it. You probably ought to figure out you know, what you're putting in your body and what it's it not might do to it. It's
2: a completely safe alternative <laughs> to your other smoking. Right. Out. But again, if you got roughly 35,000 people dying a month, that'd be over 10,000 a day from regular smoking. And does it make the news that seven people died from vaping? Yeah. I guess we just accept that other one, right?
0: Last note, NFL owners are planning to propose a 17-game regular season schedule for the new collective bargaining agreement. A number of media outlets are reporting the owners want to eliminate the preseason and add one more regular season game starting in 2021. That's a pretty darn good idea. That's strong. The
1: NFL preseason is idiotic. And, And all it is is a cash grab. And so the owners have said, well, we really like to grab cash. Um, but we see your point, way too many injuries that ruin the product, and it's stupid. (laughs) Uh, It's a decent way to audition new guys, honestly, but there are other ways to do that.
0: I think this is a good move. There you go, that's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. And uh, keep in mind, I'm speaking
1: as a pathetic junkie who vowed to quit the NFL repeatedly, and I'm now crawling back. Mm. I'm on the bathroom floor trying to find my vial of the NFL in the filth. I'm
2: that <laughs> junkie. Wow. wow, that's 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 a quite a picture. Good train spotting reference yeah. there. Uh, over you. a thousand a day. I said ten thousand. I don't know. I got my multiples wrong. We've had these texts. Uh, who is Ken Bone? You want to give a quick?
1: Oh yeah, Ken Bone was the uh, the uh, somewhat zaftig fellow. Uh, with a mustache and a bright red sweater, who asked a quirky question of Hillary Clinton, right, in a town hall meeting. Doesn't matter what the question was. That's lost to history. Yeah, people found him charming, his red sweater and mustache notable. He looked like a character from Saturday Night Live. He really did. He was just kind of a funny and goofy and endearing fellow. Had done nothing wrong. No. Nothing
2: wrong whatsoever.
1: And then they went online and researched all of social media and everything he's ever done. Turns out he's... (laughs) <laughs> He'd said and done some stuff that was politically incorrect and embarrassing and the rest of it. And that became headline news.
2: They dug up his porn history and that sort right. of
1: stuff. N- nice fellow, a bit of a doofus. But, yeah, so suddenly he was pantsed and embarrassed in front of the globe. For having dared raise his head at all. Right. For becoming known. And his name is Kenneth Bone. He was Ken Boned. He was I mean, the first.
2: And that's what we do to people now. Right. Now, usually we do it because we think they had it coming, although not always. Well, uh, another... that, yeah, but who's the jury for that? Savage, vicious young men. Oh, yeah, it's often. not cool. It's yeah. not good. It's it's still not good. Another example of uh, being Ken Bone where there's really no justification for it, for it whatsoever was at the Oscars when Jimmy Kimmel was the host and brought oh, some yeah. people off the bus. And he had him come in and sit in the front row and had a guy he was talking to there. And is this is kind of charming. He brought in some, like, regular people. From the street, they were the on US. like the Hollywood tours bus sort of thing. And the yeah. and the one guy, somebody right. recognized him and looked it up and found out he'd been in prison for beating his wife or something. <laughs> so
1: right, or something like that. Yeah.
2: If you, if your name becomes known. The internet will try to find something bad that you, that you've ever been associated with and ruin
1: you. It's it's or
2: attempt to bring you down for some reason. I'm going to tell right. everyone
0: about how shitty you are.
1: It's the most neurotic sort of puritanism. Now, if somebody's on the lamb from the law, then okay, that's different. But just some mundane, embarrassing detail—that's that's the worst sort of cruelty. Well, it's a bad sort of cruelty. <laughs> there are probably worse.
2: Uh, but yeah, I can, I could come up with some.
1: <laughs> ask Saddam Hussein. Yes. Oh jeez. Well, you can't ask him. God, I was out. His was, head is no longer
2: connected. Some, somehow he's on a YouTube video. <laughs> That's right, we pulled his head off. Yeah. He well, accidentally, coming. He had it It coming. was an accident. My
1: my body weight calculations were off. We don't hang people. It's not the old West. I'm, we're not good at it. Yeah, they the you know they did the old uh, the the trap door opens, he drops down, the noose goes crack, and uh, whoops, whoa, hey, what? I thought he weighed uh, two hundred and ten pounds. I told you two hundred and forty. Whoops, it makes <laughs> a difference. It does, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> and off came his uh, his kingly head. What are you gonna do? That happens.
2: What are you gonna what do? What are
1: you gonna do? <laughs> What, are you going to sew it on, put the paddles to them, bring him back around, apologize, then hang him again? Yeah, exactly. No, you're not going <laughs> to.
2: We'll do it right this time. Right, sorry. <laughs> Our bad. Our bad, Saddam. The growing popularity of divorce parties, among other things, on the way on the Armstrong and Getty.
0: Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. And there you go.
2: Laser focus on this. This is going to be what the impeachment is all about. Maybe one or two little other things it. So it's going to be... The president of the United States, in a conversation that was intercepted by a rotten snitch, I'd love to whap him, uh, but that's another story. Uh, Imagine this full president, his whole tenure in office has been marked by snitches and rats and backstabbers. It's amazing how he functions at all. Wow. Was that Geraldo Rivera uh, threatening to, to beat up a snitch? Wait a second. That's impeachment talk.
0: Oh, the alarm? Yeah, hey. I'm oh, temporarily uh, uh, seduced by uh, what a great You guys took
2: me into taking my gas mask off. Uh, oh my! god. Uh, uh, cool. We can't The have Trump it. alarm. The Trump
0: alarm. It's a
2: low-T Friday. No Trump, no impeachment. Don't
1: want to hear about it. So, that was a funny clip. Keep that around. Rotten snitch. I'd love
2: to whap him. Yes. <laughs> yes. <you> whap? Whap? <laughs> <laughs> this was more or less inevitable, so we were just talking about cancer culture and political correctness and digging into your past. Cancel
1: culture, yes. All that, what did I say? Cancer culture. That's a different thing. Yeah, they it, uh, Use those in labs to learn how to defeat tumors.
2: Um, And uh, how you dig up your past and your tweets and your things you said and things that were okay to say a couple of years ago are no longer now, and they act like you should have known that in five years you couldn't make jokes about transgender. Right. You should have known that at the time. Right. <laughs> I guess. Right. Well, anyway, Eddie Murphy, who's going to come back and uh, do stand-up again, expresses remorse for ignorant jokes in his raw and delirious uh, stand-up HBO special from years ago. If you remember, that is one of the biggest, most successful stand-up specials in the history of television. He's marching around the stage in his skin-tight red leather outfit. Is he going to apologize for the red leather outfit? Making a lot of gay jokes. Yeah. And uh, I wondered how that was going to fly. I wonder if this is going to be good enough. I wonder if this is going to be good enough. Because, I mean, it's not just like a throwaway liner here. I mean, that was the focus of a lot of the entire I comedy I have very special. vague
1: memories of it. I'll I'll trust you on that.
2: The Fred, the Flintstone stuff with uh, Fred and Barney. Oh, and, uh, Fred and Barney! I want you, <laughs> right? Yeah, now I remember. I mean, it wasn't just like again a throwaway line. It was the focus of a lot of the bit and uh, of, of the special. And I just wonder if I shouldn't have done that. I was younger then. Is going to be good enough now? I'm not sure it is.
1: No, it absolutely is not good enough to attract a younger audience. It
2: helps that he's black if he were an old white male as opposed to an old black male. Right. He might have a, he He might be, a, it might be a different situation. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, it's like, you know, when the Eagles put out that album that I was tricked into buying, um, the last, like, new one they put out, there are no 19-year-olds buying that. They were just trying to give something else to their, their existing audience. I think... Eddie Murphy fans will be okay. But in that's terms of like growing it and, and, and being big again, no way.
2: Yeah, that's not the question. Does Netflix or HBO or Showtime run an Eddie Murphy special?
1: Uh, yes. Well, this. Netflix might. Because they did Chappelle, and Chappelle's... He's already... It seems he's already
2: agreed to a deal with Netflix.
1: Yeah. Chappelle's gleefully uh, nasty on this. Uh, we may have turned a, a corner on that. It reminds me of the West Coast bum explosion, where bum and junkie explosion, where your, your liberal politicians are saying, okay, too much. Ninth Circuit Court, you're wrong. we got to enforce the laws. Our cities are turning into hell holes. That's enough. I think... A lot of uh, people are understanding the cancel culture better and the Puritanism and starting to realize, wait a minute, this doesn't work like a Netflix.
2: This will be a good test I case, hope. I think.
1: Maybe I'm letting my wishes be the father of my dreams. Is that it? I watched thoughts? the... Uh... Thoughts. Father of my thoughts. Let's run a paternity test on my thoughts. Figure out who the father is. Maury?
2: I watched the Eddie Murphy, Jerry Seinfeld thing the other day. Um, it's really good. I didn't realize they've been friends forever. They both did. They both started the same week, the same night at the same tiny little club. This is uh, comedians and cars. Eddie Murphy and Jerry Seinfeld. Oh, hello! I haven't seen that one. Did you know that they? they I didn't know they started the same time. Uh, I knew same era. I didn't know how closely it was. I'm, same week, same club. The more I learn about stand-up comedians, I find that happens quite a bit. And there's a couple hubs and a lot of people just all, are, all working at the same well, places. Another thing they were talking about is how uh, back in the day, back when they were into it, there there's like 100 comedians in the entire country. Mm-hmm. Now there are 100,000 comedians in the entire country. So it was a tiny number of people. Mm-hmm. And that's why they all know each other. Um. And Eddie Murphy said that Seinfeld's the first person he ever knew that made any money off it. Seinfeld got a car. He said it was a sob. Re- we all remember when Jerry got a car, and we all like, you bought that with jokes. You can do that. You can buy a car with jokes. Wow. Wow. Um, now he's about a billionaire. Yeah. He's done 50 movies, Eddie Murphy, <sighs> either in starred and producer written. Wow. 50. Wow. Including <laughs> Pluto Nash. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I had something else I was going to get into. Oh, the uh, popularity of divorce parties. Maybe I'll talk about that later. I don't know. Is that becoming popular?
1: Is it really? Is it really? That stinks of a fake story, no story to offense. me. No, no offense. offense. Oh, premium tea them. bags leak billions of microplastics. And you're drinking them down, putting them in your body. So far, they think the microplastics aren't doing you any harm.
2: How could it possibly be doing you not doing you any harm? I don't know. That, that, that just seems
1: counterintuitive to me. I, it, it's got to be like... Cigarette smoking in 1920. Dr. Jones recommends Winston's. Right. Yeah. To cure the common cold, smoke two packs. You know, I just think maybe we don't know enough yet.
2: Autism and anxiety all over the place. You don't know a cause. I'm still I'm still thinking there's a possibility plastics has a role in a lot of things.
1: Yeah, especially given the inability to prove a negative. Let's keep an open mind on this stuff. Let's not sign the International
2: Plastics Council. Here's a good one. From USA Today, you can always count on their graph down in the corner. Top secrets married Americans are keeping from their spouses. Number three, hiding a major expense. Number two, uh, giving money to a loved one. Wow, a third of people gave money to, like, your brother or your, wow. your sister or whatever, and he kept it from your spouse? No one knows so far. I, I think, find both of those to be somewhat similar, too. And the, Yeah, and then number one, which is also similar, having a separate credit card. Ooh, I think that would be a big, we got a problem, we got to talk about this.
1: Yeah. That's, that's not a minor thing. Especially if it's an our money relationship,
2: obviously. Oh, yeah. Separate credit card? Yeah. Hello. Uh-huh. Mm. Oh, good luck. Mm. Be very. The point of this is be very suspicious of your spouse. I assume they're doing these things all weekend long. Every time you look at them, it goes about them.
1: through their purse and or wallet.